0: The thirteenth day of the month. The Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness, 2 Timothy 2, verses 24-25. Today we consider gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit. From birth onward, we seem to know instinctively how to be harsh and even cruel, particularly to those with whom we disagree. Most of us have mastered well the skills of sarcasm and superiority. Gentleness, on the other hand, seems to be something we have to learn, particularly when dealing with those who strongly oppose us. Yet who among us would not prefer that we ourselves be corrected by a gentle person rather than by someone whose manner is rude and caustic? Paul asks the Corinthians a question whose answer is a foregone conclusion, what would you prefer? Am I to come to you with a stick or with a love in a spirit of gentleness? In our interactions at home, at church, in the workplace, in the world at large, the gentle manner of a Christian believer is a powerful testimony to the alluring gentleness of the Christ to whom we are to bear witness. Opening Prayer Give grace, O Lord Jesus, as I seek your way, that I may grow more and more into your likeness, and that I may bear your ensign as a banner of hope and direction before all who are distraught or confused. Through this time of daily devotion, instill in me your own gentleness, quiet my overwrought alarms, and enable me to rest confidently in your wisdom. These things grant by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 139, verses 1 through 12. God, investigate my life. Get all the facts firsthand. I'm an open book to you. Even from a distance, you know what I'm thinking. You know when I leave and when I get back. I'm never out of your sight. You know everything I'm going to say before I start the first sentence. I look behind me and you're there, then up ahead and you're there too. Your reassuring presence coming and going. This is too much, too wonderful. I can't take it all in. Is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit? To be out of your sight? If I climb to the sky, you're there. If I go underground, you're there. If I flew on morning's wings to the far western horizon, you'd find me in a minute. You're already there waiting. Then I said to myself, oh, he even sees me in the dark. At night, I'm immersed in the light. It's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day, darkness and light, they're all the same to you. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 11 through 25. I, even I, am the Lord, and there is no Savior besides me. It is I who have declared and saved and proclaimed, and there is no strange God among you. So you are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and I am God. Even from eternity I am he, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon and will bring them all down as fugitives, even the Chaldeans, into the ships in which they rejoice. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way through the sea and a path through the mighty warriors, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the mighty man, they will lie down together and not rise again. they have been quenched and extinguished like a wick. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of past. Behold, I will do something new now it will spring forth. you not be aware of it? I'll even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will glorify me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I have given waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. The people whom I form for myself will declare my praise. Yet you have not called on me, O Jacob, but you have become weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought to me the sheep of your burnt offerings, nor have you honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings." nor wearied you with incense. You have bought me not sweet cane with money, nor have you filled me the fat of your sacrifices. Rather, you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your iniquities. I, even I, am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. From the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3. And to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to Him, who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 2, verse 23. Through the sixth verse of the third chapter. And it happened that he was passing through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples began to make their way along while picking the heads of grain. The Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have ye not read what David did when he was in need, and he and his companions became hungry? How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest, and ate the consecrated bread which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priest. And he also gave it to those who were with him. Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. He entered again into a synagogue, and a man was there whose hand was withered. They were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. And he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. After looking around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians against him as to how they might destroy him. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation, that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us, and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Saviour. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Jean Hawkshurst. New every morning are your mercies, O God, but morning comes only after the night. When we are in the midst of the cold of the night, give us faith to cling to the promise of a new coming day help us to see the works of your grace around us and help us to recognize that miracles often come from unexpected places from the little child who shared his lunch with the crowds from the woman who poured out precious oil to try to express the significance of your son's presence from the women who went to the tomb with a heavy task but returned instead with spectacular news all were marginalized by their society but all were made powerful through your message of love. As we awaken to a new morning, may we know the mercy given to us through those stories, and may we look for them around us today. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, Amen.